and welcome to the Non-Perfect Parents Club podcast special episodes with me, Emma. These episodes are aimed to keep us in the know, covering topics that we want to understand or know more about. I will be joined by special guests who are going to help us be informed. As always, no judgment allowed, but expect honesty, truths and a whole load of support. Hello and welcome back to the Non-Perfect Parents Club podcast season season two. Today I'm very excited to have a fairy join me on the podcast and one who I've been told is quote brilliant. Hello Kelly the reading fairy and welcome to the podcast. I am and always have been a bookworm and reading is something that I've always promoted to all the children in my life so I am really looking forward to this episode but I'm sure Kelly's going to tell us about how much reading about how reading is much more than just picking up a book. Thank so you very over much. Over to you, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you for having me on as well. One thing I really want to make sure I do today, because I've listened to all the other ones. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. Um, is to make sure that I give information that will help parents at home. So every time I've listened to something, I've kind of learned something. And oh, that's brilliant. what I want, oh, you know, like really good, to have yeah. a takeaway. Yeah. I think that's Amazing. a really important message that you're giving people and Aww. the opportunity to do that. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> so uh, my name is Kelly and I currently run Reading Fairy. Uh, prior to that, I was a primary school teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little scarily. <laughs> I worked out <laughs> how long I'd been working with children because I did like a B-Tech and things. Yeah. 20 years this wow. year. <laughs> 20 years this year uh, have been working with children. And the last four years I've been running my own mm-hmm. business. Um, so I run sessions for children one to four, sort of starting school, mm-hmm. with their parents to come along, have fun and play, and to develop all those vital early reading skills. Yes. <laughs> um, so... Our programme is the full package. So some people think reading is looking with a book or perhaps um, if you've had a child at school, the phonics aspect. One of those aspects on its own wouldn't teach a child to Mm -hmm. read. So the idea of the programme is it's the full package, the full works. um, You get everything you need to give you a really strong foundation. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we have five characters who help do this. Okay. And if it's okay, we're going to talk about the characters. No problem. (laughs) I think I know a couple. (laughs) I thought about bringing them, but some people, some people become a bit weird bringing my titties. <laughs> but to be fair, the children think they are friends. Yeah. So that is the beauty of the characters as well. They, The children have a bit of ownership with them yeah. and build that bond. So they learn without realising. So the first person is our music mouse. Uh, she likes to sing, she likes to dance, mm-hmm. and she does a lot about nursery rhymes. Um, and I think sort of the younger your child is, you perhaps do sing nursery rhymes. And I think as your child gets older, mm. it perhaps feels a bit babyish and you don't. Yeah. Um, and I want to say, keep singing those nursery yeah. rhymes. And do you know, I don't want to put you off or anything. No, but no. Something that um, always does surprise me, I think because like you, I did a BTEC. I was um, yeah, a nursery tell. practitioner. So nursery rhymes were like second nature to us, weren't they? Like we, we knew yeah. them all. But it's actually surprising how many parents don't know that many nursery rhymes yeah definitely so yeah yeah <laughs> so remember your nursery rhymes yeah. <laughs> so with the classes i have three different ages mm-hmm. one to two two to three and three to four yeah they all do music mouse but every session will be different so there is okay. a slight progression with the nursery okay. rhymes and the skills of developing and mm-hmm. um, the younger children 
we're looking at lots of action songs, songs that are perhaps familiar with, yeah. building that vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. And then as they get older, perhaps do less familiar ones and develop different aspects of our bodies mm-hmm. while we're doing nursery reps. So okay. things like Insuincy in Spider, as you're yeah. moving your fingers, yeah. the children are actually developing their muscle tone mm-hmm. as they're doing that. Yeah. Um, and I could sing the same nursery rhyme to all three of those ages and every time I'd notice something different that a child's developed. Mm, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. yeah. So things like sleeping bunnies, you start with them sitting and perhaps doing a little shoulder shoulder bounce. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm demonstrating. <laughs> a little shoulder bounce. Then the up bouncing, but one foot is always on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then you kind of get in the air. Yeah. And then before they go to school, they're hopping on one yeah. leg. So one, one nursery rhyme might seem really babyish, but actually all the way through, they're developing different skills. Yeah. Um, and nursery rhymes are a really good way of developing what we call the fine motor skills. So your, mm-hmm. your finger muscles. Yeah. You need really strong finger muscles to be able to hold a pencil yeah um and sort of without realizing it children through nursery rhymes are yeah. doing that um and they're also fantastic for teaching your vocabulary so um after lockdown my friend was in stitches she said my daughter was like really old-fashioned the word she used and i'm like i don't talk like that <laughs> like i don't know where and then when she was saying words my friend was like oh like this word and this one i was like oh my gosh that's nursery rhymes <laughs> Because, <laughs> because they are, you know, sometimes a little yeah, bit older. Yeah. Um, but they apparently learned to take toy posh. Because <laughs> it wasn't me <laughs> at all. Um, and nursery rhymes are also our first stories. So they've got oh a beginning, God, middle, and yeah. an end. So, um, you know, a child, sort of a newborn, sort mm-hmm. of three months, isn't perhaps old enough or wouldn't perhaps listen to a story mm-hmm. but a nursery rhyme you've yeah. got a story right oh, from yeah. sort of right from day yeah, one there I like that that's a really, good, yeah. really nice point that yeah and the, the beauty of them because they're so repetitive the children join in mm-hmm. with those repetitive yeah. bits and get the language um that's not to say with songs like baby shark obviously isn't a traditional <laughs> nursery rhyme but the same thing they're using the fingers so they get yeah. those actions and I think as a parent that repetitiveness is sometimes like oh I know. <laughs> but it is actually really good for him isn't it, it is. as a parent it's painful my daughter is one who um sits in the swing and will sing and she will sit in the swing for hours and maybe she can give it half a chance so i am fully aware that repetitive nature can send you a little bit bonkers uh, but for children it's what they need yeah. it is generally what they need um and the beauty of nursery rhymes is you can be anywhere you don't need any equipment yeah. So um, if you're in a traffic queue or yes. stuck in the, you know, in the supermarket in mm-hmm. a queue, you can sing nursery rhymes. You don't have to worry if your phone's got battery. If you've got yeah. Wi-Fi, you can entertain yeah, yeah. with just yourself. Yeah. Um, and actually, singing them yourself is really good developmentally because children can hear, sort of a nursery rhyme on a CD mm-hmm. would be quite a fast pace, yeah. perhaps. Whereas you can change the pace. Uh, so I might do head, shoulders, knees and toes with a younger class and I'm very, very slow so they've got yeah. time to find the body parts. The older children were doing it quicker and quicker mm-hmm. um, so you can adapt oh, yeah. it. Yeah. It works, you know, That's it works it, yeah. really, really well. And nursery rhymes are always my go-to, like if I'm looking after, like when my nephew was younger or my niece or any little ones and 
if they start crying. Yeah. It's always like, right, uh, why are they bobbing up? Come on, yeah. that's Peter Rabbit, you know, the, the action one. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> they usually work, so. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's um, my tip. I, well, freely admit, as a reception teacher, I perhaps didn't sing nursery rhymes as much. It's coming mm-hmm. out of education right. and starting with those younger children yeah. that you think, oh, gosh, they are so important. Yeah. Uh, things like children will count backwards quite often mm-hmm. before they count forwards. Yeah. Um, and that's things like five speckled frogs, yeah. zoom, zoom, we're going to the moon. Yeah, yeah. You've kind of got everything, the full package in a nursery yeah. room. Yeah. Amazing <laughs> museum house. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, our next one is phonic fox. Mm-hmm. So again, in classes, they are um, different for the different ages. Mm-hmm. So the one to twos, we do start introducing phonics, but we do an animal a week. Mm-hmm. So things like we might have a crocodile a d- d- dolphin we look at that animal uh, and we look at the sound it mm-hmm. makes so the very first stage of phonics they call it phase one phonics yeah is hearing sounds when you're out and about and hearing mm-hmm. animal sounds yeah. so if you can match a quack 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 to a duck yeah. that's your first yeah. sort of aspect of phonics so those one to two year olds are doing that with the animals yeah. um with giant puppets and that sort of thing which yeah. they love and that's that's something, isn't it, that like I'm sure many parents that are listening will just do that automatically yeah. and not even realise what what there is behind that in that's terms it. of and like learning. Sort of the animals and if you're out and about and you hear um an ambulance mm-hmm. and you sort of say, yeah. Oh, it's an ambulance or a Nino or whatever you yeah, might call yeah. it, that's the first part of phonics. Yeah. So it's like a massive tick. Yeah. Um and then we've got our two to three year olds who have a look at the animal as well, mm-hmm. but they also look at one object that it okay. matches. So today I've done ur for rabbit and then ur for rainbow. Mm-hmm. We have a look at lots of things that might begin with that sound. So red, ring, and children might shout some things out their names, yeah. that sort of thing. And then the older children, um, so these are children just before they start school, three to four, yeah. we do it in the government order. Okay. So the other classes I do alphabetically. Mm-hmm. This one we do in the government order, which starts with the sounds that you hear more commonly in words. Yeah. So it's s- at, p- in, is yeah. the first six. Um, yeah. You're not obviously, we're working with <laughs> <laughs> kids well, at home. My youngest is, she's year two now, so we've just kind of gone through. Yeah. We're just kind of coming out the other side yeah. of the, so it's, you know, thinking, oh God. <laughs> It can, to a parent, it can seem a bit daft starting with those letters, but actually means they can automatically read yeah. uh, so many words, sat, sit, pin, yeah. pat, you know, they've got a bank yeah. before they learn, like ABC, yeah. which doesn't always match up. No. Um, and the beauty of our classes is because parents or carers stay with them, mm-hmm. the parents are learning those yes. at the same time. So things like X... Mm. it's phonic sound it's yeah um, <laughs> i was doing this with my my mum i think it was, was it last week or the week before so we were going through some phonics with yeah. my nephew and my mum was like what's x and i'm like <laughs> which sounds really tough but if you hear it in words like six or box yeah. or fox yeah. you can hear yeah, that it does that make sounds, sense yeah doesn't it? yeah it's just a different way than perhaps we've been taught yeah. grandparents have been taught and that sort of thing but it does really work yeah um and the beauty is you come and learn it together, which when I was teaching was always a thing at parents' evening. Mm-hmm. It would be the parents saying, they come home, they're talking about this. Yeah. How do I? Yeah, what yeah. does it sound like? What do I do? Mm-hmm. And obviously you're learning with your child. Schools use all the technical language from day one in reception. Yeah. Uh, things like digraphs. So that's yes, two letters like making one yeah. sound. <laughs> we do all that sort of thing. So you've hopefully it sort of 
stored in yeah. your bag somewhere that when they come to school you've got yeah. you've got oh, it that's really good um, and like you say it's super easy to do at home as well like, yeah. like you said when you hear animals or sounds and matching as well um sort of when you're at, at home or can you go and find your red jumper yeah, uh, your blue coat that yeah. sort of thing um one thing that i always recommend to the children starting school this sort of in september the preschoolers yeah. is, is parents doing what they call sound talk or blending mm-hmm. a little bit at home things like can you go and put your rubbish in the b- in yeah um if you talk like that and do it in a context they found it easier to hear it hearing those sounds and putting them orally into words yeah is the first start of reading yeah and it gives them such a good head start to yeah. school if they can already sort of have a mm-hmm. that listening ear yeah. really um and being in a sentence like that means they're more than likely to to sort of achieve yeah that was skill so things like um go and wash your hands at the tap yeah it's just a different way of saying the question you would have said it anyway yeah but the children are getting that early phonics yeah, from that. Yeah. yeah. Makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a different way of thinking, yeah. isn't it? And I think something that I found from like speaking to parents and stuff is that because we didn't do yeah, phonics, so many parents don't even know about the phonics. Yeah. And like, I know some, there's, sometimes they've tried to like help them and they've taught them the alphabet and your A, B, C, D. Yeah. And it, it's not, it doesn't work like that no, anymore, does no. it? Um, so you, you do need to know like what they call the letter names, so yeah, A, B, C. Yeah. Um, but especially at the start, it's more the sounds. The sounds, um, yeah. And to be honest, things like alpha blocks on the telly mm. is actually really good. Um, that's how a lot of parents will say, oh, you know, they loved alpha blocks. I think you're going to uh, be a program yeah. for us. And because you're watching it with your child, yeah, you are learning. You're picking up, yeah. Yeah, at the same. Yeah. At the same time, um, and it just little bits just help. Yeah, just helps. Well, that's it, isn't it? Even yeah. just any little bits, it, it all pieces together for the child. Yeah, that's it. it? So yeah, and it's not feeling so much when you go to school that something's new. Yeah, because they've kind of been talking that way yeah, at home yeah. or used to sort of finding the letter that starts their name. And yeah, sort of the other things that's fine start with that letter and yeah. that sort of thing. Uh, then we have the main lady herself, our reading fairy, <laughs> um, and she is our sensory performance storyteller. Wow. So we go on a story adventure without a book, which oh, the children that. love. Mm-hmm. So the idea is we're acting it out right from the one-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's three... I'll have themes. So, for example, like the farm, but there'll be three different stories okay. all targeted just for that age of that child. Mm-hmm. What they need to achieve with their language, what they need to achieve with their muscle skills, their development... Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of repetitive phrases it's got in that sort of thing so it's very clear for the parents as that progression but also for the child it's really good in that it's just meeting what they need to meet yeah um hitting all those boxes that sort of thing um so reading fairy will go on a story and something similar perhaps um the parents might have heard of is we're going on a bear hunt so that's a really good yes. one that you can act out yeah uh, we can stop i spent hours around the garden <laughs> doing that one but to be honest that's the one after lockdown sort of when i'd bump into people in the park so i was still yeah. doing my classes on zoom and they'd be like oh you've saved me we decided we'd oh, go on a walk and we added, we're going on a duck hunt. When yeah. they kind of, oh, when they got to the amazing. point, they stopped wanting to walk. You can, you, yeah, you, you can add it. these yeah. stories <laughs> in. Um, oh, McDonald went on a farm. That's another one. So yeah. it can be up, um, up 
sort of changed to be um, like the land of the dinosaurs, land of the dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, the land of the dinosaurs. Yeah, um, we do a lot with the weather, so we feel the weather. So you've got that sensory mm-hmm. aspect. So we feel the wind. Yeah, we feel the rain. We have bubbles oh. for uh, like water, yeah. waterfalls, rivers, uh, volcanoes, yeah. that sort of <laughs> uh, rainbows that we shape around. Um, so the children are very involved. Mm-hmm. They're doing lots of actions. Um, this morning I've been doing questions with them. We've had a little funny question, uh, hand gesture that we did. Yeah. So again, the children think we're playing. Yeah. But they are getting masses and masses yeah, of yeah. language skills from it. They're learning stories. Um, you need to, when you're at school, to be able to write a story, you need to be able to say a story. Yeah. If you can act it out, even better. You've yeah. got everything in your head then. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of got those full package of skills again. Yeah. Um, and if, sometimes if a child's perhaps not interested in a, a written book mm-hmm. and won't sit for that, acting out with a sense of yeah. story works really well. Yeah. Um, and again, it's one you can do when you're out and about. Yeah. Um, when you're going for a walk, you might go hunting or yeah. uh, in the car, that sort of thing. Being a little bit daft almost with yeah. a story <laughs> um, and showing that they're fun and enjoyable. Yeah. And it's not necessarily sitting down with a book at a table. Mm-hmm. You know, we can have yeah. fun with these yeah. things, which is really, really nice. Yeah, it is. Um, it's the one where children learn a lot of actions. Um, sort of the younger ones might come away mm. we've done birds um, yeah, yes. and a parent <laughs> commented that a son had spotted a bird in the garden didn't have it was only one didn't have the language to say bird but it was doing the little oh, sim- the thing you know the, yeah so it just opens up that world before you're speaking that you've got a bit yeah, more communication yeah yeah, wow. yeah. So it's lovely yeah uh, and the children absolutely love that bit we have a fairy book that opens and it glows yeah. <laughs> for once to put a time in the end so they're learning all those structures of stories yeah. and having a blast while they're yeah. doing it oh very nice <laughs> right, then we've got our chat cat who is our talking and listening mm-hmm. character I've heard all about this one <laughs> chat cat is often a favourite <laughs> yeah. and to be honest he's like the shortest length of time in a session <laughs> We all know that toddlers and children aren't the best at listening. Yeah. <laughs> so the idea is it's, it's short and sweet, yeah. but it's a firm favourite of many. <laughs> um, so with Chat Cat, we're developing listening skills, talking skills, mm-hmm. concentration skills. Yeah. And as I say, it's short, it's sweet. It's exactly what the children need. Mm-hmm. We're doing a lot with um, hearing the sounds in the environment, which we heard earlier was the first stage of phonics. Yeah. Then the older children, sort of the before you start school looking at terms that you'll use when you're at school things like bigger smaller putting things in order and finding things we do the older children have what they call a story map so it's a written Mm. story so perhaps we've just done i think i've just done the green dinosaur in our reading fairy we've actually set the green dinosaur we've been found lush green leaves we've gone through rivers (laughs) waterfalls climbed a mountain then they get a picture copy to take home Mm -hmm that's written um it's just the pictures and it's written in order and it's left to right up and down like you would with a book and it's also what they'll get when they go to school so they'll see story maps when they're at school um the program was written by um a lady called emily who is like a reading expert Mm -hmm. and she actually writes for schools so the idea is she knows exactly what they need because she knows what's coming um, and it is very cleverly done. So yeah. the children 
generally think they're playing. It's, yeah. Oh. Um, but they are. They're getting so much. Yeah. Um, and like there's story maps and things they take home, so they connect it out with the parents. Oh. They connect it out with grandparents yeah. or brothers and sisters, yeah. and they generally do. Yeah. You know, they do really well. It's black and white, so they can colour in as mm-hmm. well if they want, but there's no pressure to. Yeah. Um, it's really really lovely, oh. and to see your quieter children sort of gaining the yes. confidence in those yeah. listening is really really nice. Oh. Really nice. And then our last person uh, is Book Bear, which is probably more who we think of when we say yeah. we're a reading fairy class. So that is our sitting down with a book mm-hmm. and our grown up. Yeah. Um, again, carefully chosen so that each age has a different book that's right for their yeah. development. Sticking to a theme. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said about that repetitiveness, we stick with the same book for three weeks because the more the child hears a story, the more like this to join yes. in or yeah. anticipate what's coming. Yeah. I know as parents it is painful. Yeah. My daughter is the worst for having <laughs> yeah. the same book over and over. Yes. Bedtime story. Can we read this one again? Yeah. Like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> she okay. is the worst. <laughs> yeah. um, but I know it's giving her so much confidence. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. learning this, you know, sentence structure. She's learning patterns of text. Yeah. It's just amazing. So it's even just like recognizing them words, isn't it? Like if they already know what the book says, it's them putting it together, That's isn't it? it? Yeah, and beginning to recognize the words. And those repetitive books are quite often the ones that parents will say they can't read, but they've just read yeah. that book. <laughs> <laughs> and it is because they've memorized, which yeah. is amazing. Um, and those repeating and repeating, you can perhaps miss odd words out, and they can join yeah. in. Yeah. Um, which is something really nice because they they're like, oh, I can read. Yeah, I can yeah. read. Um, <laughs> And to do this one in class, we have, everyone has a bag with a blanket and a bear. Aww. So they cuddle up with a grown-up, with their own copy of the story. I read it at the front, parents read along, or perhaps read it at a different pace. And it's just a really nice shared reading time. Yeah, um, that sounds lovely. Yeah, because quite often when you're at home, you think, yeah, I will read a book. And mm-hmm. then the phone might ring, yes. or tea, you want to cook tea, yeah. or that sort of thing. And it's just giving that time yeah. to the the benefits of stories mm-hmm. and the enjoyment yeah. for the children and the parents yeah. um, I know my daughter's now at school and it's those times mm-hmm. that you generally miss when yeah, you're at school because yeah. now when she comes home she's tired and yeah. it's how quick can I get you to bed yeah, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. routine aren't you <laughs> yeah it's not the lovely yeah. the lovely story time um, and that one's super easy to do at home mm-hmm. um, and one thing I wanted to say was about the libraries so I'm always shocked when I go to the library that there might only be us there Yeah. and libraries are just so brilliant because it's free Yes. you sign up you, uh, to be honest we'd signed up um, before we registered Amelia for um, like a birth certificate Yeah. purely and simply because they're also breast friend, breastfeeding oh, yes, they are, friendly they? Yeah. spaces so we'd yeah. gone into town to register for a birth and we were a bit early yeah. so my friend has said go to the library oh, <laughs> you know it's that community space yeah um but every time you go you get 20 books as mm-hmm. a parent as a child yeah take home um keep it for three weeks renew it online you yeah. don't even have to go in um and i just think how oh how, how many places can you go to yeah get something for free every time you go yeah. you know some places you go and you yeah. get it once. This is every time you and go. They do as well, don't they? I know, like our local libraries, they do um, the sticker yeah. book, don't they? So is it when they return the they, book yeah, or when it, they take it out? Yeah, and they get they, the sticker. They get to and pick then a sticker. It, ten they? times and they get a certificate. Yeah. Uh, they have challenges on in the holidays. Yeah. So my daughter did the winter one and she got like um, 
you had to read three books, mm-hmm. which was like, yeah, you can't read books. So we did choose <laughs> sort of younger aged books yeah. um, with that repetitive phrase. And she's like, oh, I can read books. Um, and you had to draw someone a card. And then oh, she got a lanyard and a little oh, bag. Yeah, and apparently the idea is the more you do, the more you feel your lanyard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she thinks yeah, she's like, the teacher now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's so good, isn't it? And I've, when I was doing the What's On guide for the website, I went through the library. It's just for like the opening times and stuff. Yeah. And the amount of groups that they put on and activities like you bounce and mm-hmm. rhyme and they do for all For the older children, they have Lego clubs, yeah. scar clubs. You know, there's, you could. Like a Saturday, you could probably spend the majority yeah. of the day there and not spend and, a penny. And it's all free. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it, what they offer? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, they also, so we're in Lancashire. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of libraries do it, but Lancashire, for definite, with your library card, you also get free access to BorrowBox. So that's oh, really? online books. Um, and you can have like a book you'd read on screen or the audio book, and that's for adults and children. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, so we've downloaded a lot of the audio books if we go on a long car journey. Yeah. Um, things like we just watched Matilda before Christmas. And <laughs> I'd already read Matilda, but it's a long book, isn't it? It's a very long book, yeah. <laughs> you can get that on Borrow Box. <laughs> yeah. Save yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's a really good tip. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's like a fr- free for two. You get another one. You get a press yeah. reader app, which is all your magazines. Oh, wow. Uh, your newspapers and magazines. Mm-hmm. There's not as many for children, yeah. but there are some, um, like National Geography does oh, one yeah. and that sort of thing. But if you're an adult and you read a magazine or a newspaper, as in a, a physical copy, yeah. um, and you're spending X amount each yeah. week, even just having that... they're expensive now, I know, aren't they? they? My grandma passes on hers, and they're like £3 a magazine, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. it's not even <laughs> it. No. It's all advertising. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that for free. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so it's well worth signing up yeah. to that library and taking advantage yeah. of things that are there yeah. for free. And so to sign, I know you, you don't work at the library, but to sign, I can't remember now, do you just go in Just and... literally need proof of your address. Right. Um. So a bill, um, yeah. they don't keep it or anything, no. so your driving licence. Yeah. Obviously the children don't need any proof of address, yeah. just you as a... Just, yeah. Um, and the children's books... I can say this because I don't work for the library. <laughs> you don't get fined for if no, you late. don't. <laughs> if if you um don't return them after quite a few months, you do get sort of bans. But if you take the book back, you get reinstated. So <laughs> we we found some. I missed one. We got like um a warning email. Oh yeah. Um, but again, nothing happened. No. You know? it just, yeah. It's generally. Yeah. a free one um, and the opening times are brilliant yeah. so I know a lot of ours now stay open until 7 o'clock at night oh really oh, um, that's good so sort of if you picked up and went to go off yeah. nursery or that sort of thing the options yeah. um, are there but there are also other ways of getting free books so mm-hmm. Emma <laughs> successfully set up a community library as well yes. um, yeah so it was during lockdown and it was something that I'd wanted to do for, for ages and just just because we were all at home I just yeah. thought all right come on let's do it and we basically turned it was a we started off with what was an old cubed unit you know just yeah your, like your Ikea home base cubes um put it outside the front with the books and it just kind of grew from there so that has now we've moved house now so that if you're a local parent that is in Morecambe on Ellesmere Road there's another lovely lady who's taken it over 
And I actually went on Friday and yeah. it has got some amazing books in there. I, I had to stop myself. <laughs> um, I took a few for the girls, obviously. Um, but there was there's lots of choice in there. And again, there's she's got all sorts in there. There's board books right up to like for your teens and stuff. Yeah, when I went um, there was like fact books. Yeah. And, um, sort of your younger ones, your flat books, your feely yeah. books. They're all in there. Yeah, and she's got them all organised. Yeah, she? very <laughs> neat. Yeah. Um, even reading scheme books. So perhaps yes. over the summer holidays, if your child continues, wants to read sort of mm-hmm. when they're at school, they're yeah. all in there and in order. Yeah. It's lovely. yeah. So um, yeah, it's just I think I think there was I don't know if there's any other ones local. There was one in Holton. Yeah, I don't know. If I don't know if it's right. still no. going or not. Um, but usually people sort of kind of have a Facebook page. Yeah, that's or, it. Yeah, they? my yeah. Um, parents they live in Cumbria and there's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's actually a shed, um, oh, and it's next to the park. So we oh, coincide. It's, yeah, it's really nice. Um, coincide a park visit. Yeah. And the books and the idea is. You can borrow a book, but you can also take books yeah. that your child's yeah. perhaps outgrown or you've got multiples, you don't, you know, you don't read anymore. Yeah. So yeah. it's just a really nice way of getting books yeah. for free yeah. and clearing out your house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My house is the worst for lots of books. Yes. I don't even buy them. I, don't, I think they breed. Yes, I think they do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was our five characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I say, they all promote something different. Yeah. But the beauty of the programme is within that, they're also getting masses of learning as well. Yeah. So things like you're sharing, mm-hmm. talking with other children, playing with other children, yeah. um, coming to the front. So when I have my phonic fox bit, quite often they come over. Yeah. Um, and even one-year-olds. So just just lately, <laughs> one of the exercises of a chat cat was um, a jack-in-the-box, oh. which I thought they'd be petrified with. Yeah. They didn't flinch. They did not <laughs> flinch. But I kind of had it in the front, and normally I'd walk round them with the parents mm-hmm. and they all came and sat with Aww, me and they're one-year-olds and yeah. it makes me feel a bit emotional when Aww. they kind of do that because you think oh my gosh like I'm not forcing them to come to the front yeah. they want to come they, to the front yeah. they all sit down that's good you know when they go to school they're going to yeah. be experts they're going to be yeah. so confident it's not going to be a scary environment yeah. they're going to be familiar with that kind of that's kind of yeah. setting um which is really nice yeah it is. um and I generally think the advantage of the reading fair program is parents learn Yes. with the child as yeah. well um, and they also learn that not only like the phonics and sort of your performance skills and that sort of thing that mm-hmm. education isn't sit down at a paper yes. and you know you yeah. don't move you don't talk mm-hmm. it's fun we're playing yeah. we're laughing we're you know yeah. we're being silly that's how children children have fun they'll remember it more. yeah that's um, it yeah and that's, and that's that's something that I always say when it comes to like reading is like I know um, with my eldest when she was learning to read in school and stuff it was a new thing of you've got to read three times a week and blah 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 and I understand all the the basis behind that but for me it's always been about I want my girls to enjoy reading um, so that they'll keep on doing it and they'll want to they'll want to read, it won't feel like it's all we've got to. Like and, a chore, yeah. yeah. You want children to read for pleasure. Yeah. Um, foster a love of reading, that's my tagline, foster yeah, a love of reading. That, yeah. Um, because then they'll want to do it and it's mm-hmm. not a battle yeah. for you or them, to be honest. Yeah, and is... reading just brings so much, doesn't it, for like, you know, like your adventures. Yeah, and that's it. There's a quote that I can't think of now, you'll probably, but it's something about, the more they read, the more places you'll go. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, like a Dr. Yeah, Zeus one it is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, it is just that 
escapism for a that's lot of it. people as that's well. That's it. And I think it? sometimes um, we forget how valuable it is when we're out and about. Yes. So yeah. things like if you go on the bus, if you go on a train, um, mm-hmm. we went to the zoo. So my daughter's just started school. She can read odd bits, mm-hmm. but she was just excited. We went up um, to the monkey bit and you go inside. There was a big warning sign saying um, water sprays, something for the plants. Yeah. I, I read it. Didn't yeah. think to warn her. <laughs> so they're just oh, like, what's, what's falling from the sky? And then you feel awful and you think, gosh, because she isn't at that point where she's reading yeah. all the time, you know, it's yeah. it opens the world up, it explains yeah. the world. Yeah. Um, I saw something the other day on social media where you had to mark how many times you read during the day. And you kind of would perhaps think, oh, well, I, I might read a bit of book at bed, but I don't read. Yes. Uh, social media, scrolling as you're reading. You re- yeah. Uh, looking at a recipe, you're reading. Yeah. You know, if your child's at school or nursery and you get those texts. Yes. yes. All those texts. <laughs> Emails. <laughs> You're reading. Um, I haven't actually done it, but I should. I think it'd be amazing how many times you actually read yeah. without... Even like in the supermarket yeah. or, you know, in the shops or whatever. That's, yeah, that's it, yeah. There's not a lot you can do, to be fair, Yeah. without having without, to read. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's why it's so important to promote that to the children as well, isn't it? It's yeah. like, you know, at the end of the day, they do need to be able that's to read it. and, you know... Even just um, like out and about the bins now have signs on for recycling oh, as yes. to what you know yeah, yeah. more and more yeah that print is having a meaning in the child's environment yes, as well yeah. so it's just you yeah. know if they want to do it and they're yeah. enjoying it you're just giving them such a good start yeah for life, you're really. setting the foundations aren't yeah you? definitely yeah. and sort of school wise um when they come to do tests and that sort of mm. thing you could be really good at maths but there's quite wordy yes. maths problems. So rather than it just being the numbers, they'll put it into a sentence. And yeah. if you can read that, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to score higher and academically, yeah. that sort of yeah. thing as well. So for life and for school, yeah. it's such a good skill to have mm-hmm. and to want to do. Yes, so. that's it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, as I say, hopefully the full package, the Reading Fairy mm-hmm. package. Uh, people always say to me, where's your Reading Fairy wings? Uh, I'm not the fairy personally. I'm just <laughs> helping them along the way. But I think the magic is mm. that the children come and think they're having fun. So yes. the children probably won't think they've learned anything if you say to them. And I think that is the magic of reading fairy, that you come along, you have fun, um, you have fun with your parents. Because again, yeah. when you're busy at home, it doesn't always necessarily happen. Yeah. Um, you play together. Yeah. So. Well, on that note, um, I've got a little something. I'm hoping that this is going to work on the mic. So my um, nephew does his, as you know, reading yeah. fairy sessions at nursery. Um, and so we often have conversations about you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I when I see him and he'll tell me what he's been up to. And so I thought when I found out we were going to, when we booked this in, I thought I'm going to ask him oh, what he thinks <laughs> of the reading fairy. So this is basically... I've. He's obviously not been told what to say anything. I've literally said to him, what do you think about the reading fairy? So hopefully this is going to work. I'm going to play it. I've got two voice clips. Um, okay, let me turn that up. Bear with, listeners. Okay. The reading fairy is brilliant. The reading fairy is brilliant. I like the reading fairy because it, oh. they play... It, it, it's good when they play the... Track. Talking, talking. <laughs> oh. So there we go. That's um, that was his review. And on I, the I love that fairy. he said you play. 
yes. you play. You yeah. play, Chaka. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that is what the song says, talking and talking. Talking and talking, <laughs> yeah. He's taking it all in there, bless him. Yeah, so he absolutely loves it. And, and like as I mentioned to you before we started recording, when I told him that you were coming, he was like so excited. So, you know, it just proves that what you're doing is it works and it's amazing That's and, it, yeah. and what they think of of the reading fairy thank you very much thank you <laughs> uh, there are reading fairies i should say across the uk um so if anyone's interested if you go to www.readingfairy.com mm-hmm. you can find a class put in your postcode it'll tell you where your nearest sort of one is um locally um and i know lots of us are getting ready for the get set for school which is a slightly yes. different program okay um, but again, <clears throat> parents and children together, or carers, you know, grandparents, whoever. Yeah. Um, we still have our five characters. We still play, but we look at things like the school day, um, oh, what good. you might have at lunch, what yeah. you might wear when you're at school. Yeah. Um, you'll get a workbook which has some super takeaway tips for at home as well. Um, things to talk about, things to talk about in the summer holidays. Yeah. Obviously, it's such a massive yeah, move. It's a big transition, um, isn't it? And things like. When we said about sounds in the environment, mm-hmm. we'll hear perhaps what a school bell sounds like, uh, what the dinner hall sounds like, because yeah. it's, you know, <laughs> X number of children is a lot different than yeah, eating at home, yeah. that sort of thing. So it's just giving them the confidence mm-hmm. when they go to school. Oh, so I know amazing. lots of people are sort of looking to do that in the yeah. summer term as well. Oh, so bro. a full, full heart of starting school package. Wow. <laughs> okay. Is yeah. That, thank you very much. So thank you all for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please share, follow and or review. And if there's any topics you'd like to see covered, please just let me know. You can get in touch with me by my email or my Facebook or Instagram page. Thank you, Kelly, for joining us and sharing your knowledge. I will post your links in the podcast description so that people can find you. Keep your eyes peeled for our next special episode.